to come down here and take advantage of half-price appetizers all night long here at the Blue Moon. Brad, of course, played for the Mavs back in the 70s. Uh, excited about having, uh, once again, the signing day event. And we're going to talk with Miles Coach Haver, Mavericks head football coach, coming up a little bit. Also, offensive coordinator Trevor Wickery and defensive coordinator Trent Matthews and Amari Wilson for the Monument Wildcat, uh, local Valley player that has signed with Cutterman Mesa as an athlete after he got to the Wildcats for the second round of the state football playoffs and the 4A classification. But uh, we welcome in the head coach of the Cotterman Mesa Mavericks, Miles Cochaver. Miles, always great to talk to you, especially on a day like today where a lot of a lot of hard work, a lot of miles and rental cars and lots of Zoom calls and lots of emails have uh, taken us to this point where you have 46 players that have committed to be Cotterman Mesa Mavericks. No, thank you, Jim, for that. It's just a, um, a lot of work goes into this throughout the year, and it's it just a you know, to kind of put an end on it and put this class together and kind of had it finalized is just awesome. But it couldn't go without everybody's hard work and their dedication. Um, you know, Coach Nick Broughton being the recruiting coordinator week in and week out, making sure that we were organized, had it put together. Um, you know, and all the great people at Colorado Mesa. It's just a special time to be a Maverick with everything that's going on and the vision that we have as a university. It made it easy as you go through this recruiting process and there's a lot of guys that we had to leave out there. You don't have room for them at all, for all of them, um, but that's a testament to the university and the growth that it's had. And, um, you know, to President Marshall and his leadership staff that have done a great job of making the university what it is um, and continue to grow that. He has a vision and wants to be a premier Division II program. And it's just awesome to be able to bring in great young men that, you know, are full of energy, guys that can really grow, guys that are – not only football, but are set out to be difference makers in life. And that's what the most exciting part about this class as you look at it. And these guys want to be our future leaders. And I think it's much bigger than football, but we're excited about this class. And I just want to say thank you to all those people that helped us put together this uh, signing class this year for 24. As you and, and Nick Broughton and, and this coaching staff approach this season, where, where were some of the target areas, some of the, the positions you really felt like we, we've got to go and improve our depth, we have to improve our athleticism? What were some of those areas, Miles, that you really tried to, to focus in on in, in regard to your recruiting? Well, first off, with the recruiting, you know, we are Colorado Mesa University. We need to be made of Colorado kids. Um, it's important to us that we, we with we hold that standard up but we want to go and get the best Colorado kids and we were able to target those guys and you know sometimes you start to look at position and needs and um, you 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 don't always find the best fits so I think it was important us to find guys that could be mass could be champions for life and everything that they do and we were able to do that we're always going to have big classes on the old line D line we got to stay big up there we know that championships got to be win up one up front and you know we've got to continue to grow that we're starting to get that physical style of play that we want and it's got to carry over so we had to go out and, and find some good o-line d-line and we were able to do that with signing eight d-line and and six o-linemen in this class so um and, and thought we really did a good job of targeting colorado and know that we won the state um throughout the rmac so we were excited about that got a lot of colorado kids a lot of western slope kids that kind of know what cmu is all about and there's a it feels like you know the small town western colorado dip type of work ethic you also got some talented players from the denver metro area that you guys were able to kind of wrangle from maybe some other schools on the front range or other schools in the region 
how do you go about balancing that? You know, you want to get some of those Western slopes, you want to get the best of the best over here, but you also need to go to some of these other places, Front Range, Denver, as well, or Texas as well, try to get some of the talent there. Well, quickly to go off that reel as we go, um, got to give a shout out to Josh Mathy, our new nutritionist at CMU. Um, we've added some things that make us a premier Division II program, and the recruits noticed that, so I just wanted to make sure we gave him a shout-out. He did a great job of being able to interact with our recruits um, and, and really sell what we're building here. So that was big. And as you look at it then, Colorado, 32 um, signees from the state of Colorado, nine Texas, Utah, kind of those bordering states. Um, you know, and then when you get Western Slope kids, they've got to understand. Um, they represent every single day, and it, it means something different to be from the Western Slope, a, a certain amount of toughness that you have to have. And with Troy, Logan, Amari, these guys that were able to go and get, they really uh, epitomize that and everything that they do. And they're selfless. They're just, they'll do anything for the team. They want to win, um, and they want to compete at a high level. So we were excited to get those guys on board. Jim Davis along with Rayo Van Gilder, Colorado Mesa football coach, Miles Coach Aver. It's the Mavericks signing event tonight here at the Blue Moon, 120 North 7th Street. Uh, Half-price appetizers all night long. Some Maverick fans get on down here, and you can talk with uh, with Miles and, and talk with some of the coaches down here as well. Uh, we'll have Trevor Wickery and uh, Trent Matthews uh, coming up in a little bit. Let's talk about the local guys, and we'll start out which is right here in the Valley. Yeah, your alma mater, Bruno Monument High School, where Amari Wilson had a, an outstanding senior season at the quarterback position. Took the Wildcats to the second round of the 4A State football playoffs. Scored 33 touchdowns combined his senior season. But also a guy that has played on the defensive side. He's played some some defensive end. He's played some linebacker. You have him listed as an athlete and played for, for Cam Ross. Of course, also played at uh, Mesa College back in the day, Mesa State. So for Amari Wilson, you get a local guy, talented guy, 6'2", 210, physical guy in terms of what he did offensively and defensively, Miles. How does a guy like Amari Wilson fit into your plans going forward? Well, Amari hasn't even started to really even reach for that ceiling that he has, his potential and the growth that he's going to be able to go through this next few years. And Cam did a great job with Amari and developing him into the player that he is today. So when you get a guy that's came through Coach Ross's program and he understands what hard work, dedication, being part of something that's bigger than yourself is all about. Um, and, and he epitomizes that in, in what he does every single day. So we're pumped to be able to have Amari. I see him as a, I'm a defensive guy through and through, and I see him. So you want him on that side yes, of the Yes, and there's already been those competitions in the staff room. Okay, well, he could be an H. He could be quarterback. What are you going to do with him? We just want to get him on the field and, and be able to utilize his talents. But, um, you know, Amari, he, he won't say two words about it. He just wants to be able to help the team win and um, be able to compete each and every day. And, um, that was the thing for him, okay? If you want to come and you want to be pushed like you haven't been pushed before, we're going to take you to that next level. And, and just getting Amari to understand that I think is what got him on board. And then, then he's excited about that opportunity to stay and, and be able to succeed here. And that's hard to do sometimes for local guys. There's a lot of distractions. There's a lot of other things that come up. Um, but we need to be able to have that pipeline right here in our backyard and keep these guys in-house, and I believe Amari will be a great start to that for us. Got some rifle guys as well, played in the state championship game against Delta in, in the 2A state title over at Stoker Stadium. Troy Matea, six foot 270, played at Rifle High School, all-state selection, lineman of the year in uh, the Western Slope League. You talk about recruiting guys up front, very physical guy, 
this is a nice addition, Western Slope kid, that brings a lot of physicality to your offensive line. Yeah, I'm, I'm really excited about Troy and, and what he can do. Um, man, he's built to play, play a zero tech. Um, he's got long arms. He's strong as an ox. Um, and, and he was dominant as you watch that state championship game or throughout the whole year. Um, you know, running sideline to sideline, did a great job on both sides of the ball and, and really just showed his dominance through and through each and every week. So we're excited to be able to get him on board and, um, you know, bring him right down the road. You guys spent a lot of time on Highway 13, Meeker, Craig. You also got Logan Gross from Rifle, 6'6", 180. Maybe thicken that up a little bit at some point. Good base to build on. But as you work through your athletes, you brought in uh, a few quarterbacks, which we'll get to at some point as well. I know defense is where uh, you make your living. Offensively, you seem to have picked up a pretty good weapon in Logan Gross. Yeah, very excited. And, well, you know, we probably wouldn't have been as high on Logan if he didn't play free safety as well, though. Um, but he does a great job, man, and he's just an ultimate competitor. You watch him that first week back on the basketball court, I think he scored 44. Um, he's just a guy that's a great athlete, and he competes every single day. And, you know, Logan, he's a huge target to be able to have down there in the red zone. A guy that goes up, he knows how to compete for the ball, and, again, he's going to continue to grow, and, and, and he just has a huge ceiling as we continue to push forward. So excited to be able to watch him progress, and, you know, uh, Logan will actually – um, really have an opportunity to do two things here at Mesa and, and a hell of a pitcher on the on the mound. So He's going to play guy, for Chris Hanks and yeah, the Mavericks. Yeah. So. so we got a guy that can be a dual sport guy and see how that progresses for us down the road. He's 6'6 and a scorer. Has Mike DeGeorge been wandering into the office to ask about <laughs> right? it too? Yeah, well, I was going to go, wait a, wait a minute, you know, wait a minute, baseball, football, okay, but come on, we – he, we can only spread Logan Gross so thin here. Yeah, I don't think we can get uh, too carried away there. But, you know, I think he's going to be touching the low 90s and, and, and throwing well, and I can really help Coach Hanks down the road as well. So he'll play wide receiver, sign play quarterback in the state championship game. Boy, physical guy. He took, took some, some big hits from that Delta defense in that game and just uh, kept plugging away. And Judd Harvey, as uh, Rio was mentioning, linebacker from Meeker, 6'2", 220, Meeker, a lot of success. Andy Coriel played at Mesa State for former coach Joe Romano, and so there's that connection with Andy Coriel and Meeker and, and Judd Harvey. And, again, you're going to hear that common theme as you go through this class, but competitor, right? Um, I believe Judd will be a three-time, if I'm not mistaken. He's got to finish it out this year on the mat, wrestling 215 pounds and um, very driven in everything that he does. I think he's got nothing but – success in front of him as we go through this um so we're excited to be able to get judd and and you know that's a new avenue for us here at mesa and, and that's part of the administration and what they've been able to do um he's going to be able to go through and obtain a business degree with an aviation degree he's very driven and where where he wants to go with his future and we wanted those type of competitors and you look at those guys and we had guys that started to build relationships through the recruiting process and got to know each other um you know and and Coming from the wrestling man, another guy in Bronco Hartson. Um, you know, he's, he's competing to be a two-time state champion wrestler. And so those guys have crossed paths and, and been at duels and tournaments all throughout the state and surrounding areas. And uh, they said, hey, we want to be Maz. We want to take this thing to the next level. And um, I think that kind of propelled this class, and we started to get um, guys saying yes. Another guy, all-state selection, defensive guy. You mentioned Harvey on the linebacker. 
Ian Hafey through uh, Moffat County up in Craig. Again, another Highway 13 guy, 6'3", 195, 10 sacks, had north of 40 solo tackles. Talk about what he brings to that defensive side of the ball. Well, the first time I was able to really see Ian and had a chance to work, at, work with him was this last summer at a prospect camp. The way that he bends, the way that he moves, and then he just plays with a relentless motor. Um, you know, and, and when you're in small western slope football, you better be playing both sides of the ball, and, and he was a guy that's able to do that. I expect big things um, from him as he continues to grow, um, being able to rush the passer. we got to get a guy that can get back there and, and, and just cause havoc, so very excited to have him on board. Talked about Gross and Harvey and Hartson and all these guys that not necessarily both sides of the ball. Some of them play like Logan Gross but multi-sport athletes. I know we talked to Chris Hanks a lot, loves multi-sport athletes. Looking through your list of guys, north of 40 guys, you got a lot of multi-sport, multi-faceted, or just straight up like Amari Wilson listed as athletes. How much of that is a factor when you look at guys? Uh, huge for us as we go. We want guys that are doing everything. Um, you know, so it's not, I know everybody gets, in their specialty training these days but these guys that stay multi-dimensional man they're just they're so far ahead of the curve and they can do a lot of different things and it doesn't limit it to them one position or another um, they're versatile enough to be able to move around and you're ultimately trying to find the best 11 on offense 11 on defense and that special teams unit that can really flow and that's the same thing that we had with tyler harms you know another western slope guy coming from durango and he's finishing up in his basketball and actually will be an early enrollee for us in the second mod here at Mesa and have the chance to come up here and get started. And what do you find, do those guys maybe you feel are extra coachable? They have all these different coaches, maybe an offensive defensive coordinator, basketball coach, baseball coach, wrestling coach, all in their ear, all taking different styles of coaching. Do you find those multi-sport athletes and their coachability to be a little different than some of the specialized players? No, they're just very well versed in everything that they do and um, you know, they've kind of been through a different gauntlet, whether they're being coached hard, whether they've been coached, um, you know, just in a more traditional style. And, and they've had a little bit of everything when they do all those different sports. Um, and it just keeps them and, and it really prevents in, injury in my mind. I think when you're able to do all those things, you're using the different functions of your body through and through and not becoming focused on one sport. It, these guys have a very high ceiling than when they do start to really uh, specialize in football. It's the Colorado Mesa National Signing Day event. We're at the Blue Moon Bar and Grill, downtown Grand Junction. You can stop by tonight. Half Price Appetizers here at 120 North 7th Street all night long as we celebrate uh, 46 new Mavericks playing for head coach Miles Cochaver and his coaching staff. So, Miles, let's we'll take it out of the, the Western Slope and this side of the Continental Divide. Some of the, the players that uh, that you're really excited about, I mean, you're excited about all these guys, obviously, but some of the guys from the front range that you're really excited about in, in, in becoming Mavericks and seeing their development uh, in your football program? Oh, man, this, this list, as it, it grows and as we look at this thing, um, there's a number of these guys that we expect big things as they come over here to the Western Slope and be able to represent, um, you know, the Eastern Slope. So as you look at that, you got a guy like George Soapy that was over at Green Mountain and the whole crew from Green Mountain, um, a team that's been very successful the last two years. And George... Uh, outstanding linebacker, outstanding running back. Again, multi-dimensional basketball player, um, a guy that's able to get after it on both sides of the football. Um, and then David Ives, and I was just impressed with David. You go to a practice, you watch him. 
he was through and through the team captain for the Green Mountain squad over there that made a good run this year. Um, fell a little short, but he was a big part of their development over the last three years. And David's a guy that plays O-line, D-line, and it starts up front. So very excited about the whole Green Mountain crew. And then you get look at uh, um, AC, Austin Contreras, also from Green Mountain. You know, we can stay on that school for a little bit because we were able to go in there and um, they did a great job. But Austin, not only on the football field, pressures the quarterback. He can play inside. He can play outside. He can play fullback. He's on special teams. He's 1,300-plus uh, on his SAT, driven. These guys are driven in everything that they do. And when you start to really look at this class, that was the question. We didn't sugarcoat it. We want these guys to come and be purpose-driven when they come to Mesa. When they come to Colorado Mesa, they're here for that purpose. And um, I think that's what uh, was exciting for us as coaches. These guys know what they want to do. They want to be future leaders and, and continue to grow as men. Roosevelt High School, some uh, really talented players coming out of there. Bronco Hartson, first and foremost. You referenced him already, the quarterback who set a, a bunch of school records throwing the football. And Xavier Ramirez, the running back, really talented player, over 4,700 yards, 65 touchdowns in his high school career. That was a dynamic one-two punch for Roosevelt uh, with a, a championship season previously. Yeah, you know, they were able to lead it their junior year and take that thing to a – uh, state championship and, and then Bronco was able to go and do it on the mat um, now as he looks to repeat this year we wish him nothing but the best of luck and you know it's going to be tough he understands that but he's up for that challenge and then Xavier's just a competitor man he loves football um, he's a football guy through and through and we're excited to be able to have those two guys join us and then you look at Brent Harris over at Broomfield uh, Brent you know they came over and he's a former eagle just like President Marshall and um, they had the, we had the opportunity to see him firsthand a couple of times and when Broomfield played Fruta over here. Um, and, and Brent just does a great job in the classroom. He's going to get the Distinguished Award and, and one of our highest honors here as he comes in. But a guy that plays safety, plays receiver, athlete on both sides of the ball. So we were very excited to go and get uh, Brent Harris out of Broomfield. Um, and then, you know, we were able to go and get a um, legacy. You know, Coach Jay Madden, you got guys that Absolutely. are alumni. And when they tell you that you need to look at these guys, you know that they're serious about them becoming Mavs. And, um, you know, we were able to go over there and get Colin Lerma, and a, a guy that has been plagued. But if you talk to anybody on the Eastern Slope, he is a jock through and through and, and one of the better athletes. And so we were pumped to be able to get him on board and um, get him signed up. So. So it's the Cover to Mesa National Signing Day event tonight here at the Blue Moon. We'll be on until uh, 6 o'clock tonight, but the uh, the fun continues all night long. Half-price appetizers here at uh, the Blue Moon Bar and Grill, 120 North 7th Street, downtown Grand Junction. We're talking with Cover to Mesa head football coach Miles Kochaber. We'll, we'll step out of the, the Centennial State. We'll go to the Lone Star State where Crockett Gilmore does a great job of, uh, of having relationships with coaches down there. And a guy like Easton Fuentes, Big back, and I know a couple guys. You got when I recruited some big backs, Miles, and Fuentes is one of them. Six one two twenty out of Bushland, Texas, a very physical guy at the running back position. Yeah, Easton does a great job, and he's he brings a physical presence to him in everything that he does, whether he's running the ball or rush, rushing the passer. So again, 
both sides of the ball, a guy that can get it done, um, and, and came from a great program. So you want those guys that have won. The West Texas guys have been a fit for us over here in Grand Junction. They like it. Uh, the wind doesn't blow. You know, I lived over there in West <laughs> Texas, and uh, it's much better over here in Grand Junction, and it doesn't take long for them from them being on campus to realize that. So you look at him, you look at Flowers. Those guys are, are great competitors. Um, both of those guys, again, when you look at what they're being able to come in and, and the merit awards that they're getting from academics, these guys are at the top of their classes, and they're coming in here, and they're coming from championship programs. And, and you know, you look at a guy like Flowers, and I told Gil as we went through this recruiting process, plays slot, plays running back, plays DB. He runs, and, and he, he runs really well, and he plays physical and reminds me of a guy that Coach Gilmore actually played with in, at the NFL level, and we played against when I was coaching with Coach Romano and, and Danny Woodhead. Um, pretty similar in the stature and the guy that plays the game the same way so excited about him and then we'll move on to, to utah our neighbors uh, to the the west over here jack burke the wide receiver from sky ridge high school uh, lehigh utah two-time two state uh, finalist uh was a 6a state champion in, in utah in 2022 second team all-state selection so a, a guy on the perimeter that can uh, make some plays for your quarterbacks exactly you know to be able to have a playmaker down the field I think every receiver, we were going through the stats that we were able to bring in and um, had the opportunity to go and get, they were all very similar. We had guys that had 1,000-plus yards um, receiving this year, 10 touchdowns, and he's just a competitor, and that's what I liked about Jack. He's a guy that's going to come and be able to get after it from day one and um, find a way to make us better. So we're excited about him. And, you know, all these guys in the surrounding states, we made sure we did a great job of venting them because it's hard to be this far away from home. And it's not an easy trip, whether you're going from West Texas, you're going to Utah. Utah is a little bit more feasible, but these guys were committed about getting out of town, being able to be a part of something special, and they really felt that vibe when they were here on campus. So, you know, we, we dropped all the way into San Antonio. Um, we're, we're a little bit all over the place, but we really got those bordering states and, and did a good job there with our guys out on the road and finding the right kind of fits for us. They have to ask you about the farthest recruit from Pendleton, Indiana. I mean, you've hit Texas, Utah, Colorado, Arizona, but Isaac Wilson uh, from uh, Pendleton, uh, Indiana, Pendleton Heights High School, uh, 5'9", 160 athlete, uh, uh, really, uh, you know, really talented athlete, a guy that can impact the game on both sides of the football. How'd you get a guy like Isaac Wilson all the way from Indiana? Well, you know, alumni reaches out to a lot of places. And, and just a great kid that was a competitor, first and foremost, wasn't put on his film. But um, Fish that played here and is over at Heritage and had the opportunity we, when Coach Wick went in there to make sure that we got all the Heritage guys that we needed. Um, you know, we were made aware of Isaac. And Isaac has some ties over here to the Western Slope and then and, and into Colorado. So he wanted the opportunity to be able to come and, and be a part of this. So we were excited to be able to get Isaac. I got to ask you, not necessarily a, a football question, but a lot of the guys from out of state are from areas that CMU maybe has name recognition and brand recognition because of the success of some of the other sports. When you go into living rooms and you talk to guys, how much of the pitch is all these other sports are fantastic? We need you to help make the football team at this level. Baseball team's a national power. 
Basketball is a regional power, both men and women. You have national champion wrestling, national champion beach volleyball, swimmers, all these. And now it's time to get football back to that level. And we're going to need you and we're going to need your son, mom or dad. How much of that recruiting pitch do you use the, the success of the programs in, in its entirety? Oh, it's huge. It's just a huge recruiting advantage. When you have a vibrant campus community and then when athletics are succeeding at the rate that they are, you know. So when you have 800-plus student-athletes, like-minded people, it makes it very easy to be able to get these guys to buy into the vision and what's going on. But... You know, this was our really our second full recruiting class as we went through this. And, you know, we're not satisfied of what we've done. So we've gone four and six, six and five. You start to garner a little bit of momentum as you continue to grow and climb. Well, what's going to push us over the top? And, and that was a selling point for these guys. You want to be a part of something that's going to be special. And, and leave no doubt, it's going to get there. Um, and they just understood that. And then, and, and then with our current guys that we have right now, they're doing a great job. And that's your biggest recruiters. When they can go and, and tell these guys how it's going to be on a daily basis, the expectation, the standard that we live by, um, you know, that's been the biggest part. Well, we didn't necessarily have that in place this last couple of years. Now to be able to have that group, that foundation, go and recruit for you and bring in guys that are like-minded, that are driven to go out and have that, competitive greatness within our program and that's what we sell is that the best guys that you're going to see week in and week out is that guy lined up across from you on a daily and when we can get to that point then great things are going to happen and then we're going to be able to sustain it and we talked a lot about leaving your legacy and then to really truly be a part of something special um, you know you've got to do different things and these guys understood that and they were driven to be a part of it well miles great uh, catching up with you tonight and breaking down the classes. You're the 46 players. They're going to have a big impact on Maverick football over the next several years. And uh, enjoy, enjoy a little bit of uh, downtime tonight. Enjoy the fruits of your labor tonight, you and your coaching staff. An incredible job once again in recruiting to Cutterville to Mason. This is going to be a dynamite class going forward. No, Jim, I uh, appreciate you guys uh, being able to take the time and, and share this with us. I got one more for you. So, Quezon Via. Uh, is coming on board to another Utah guy. Um, is, his, this, uh, is this breaking news? Well, no. He's, <laughs> he, oh, I don't know if he's on that list for you or not, but he, he got in, uh, got inked in earlier today. and might okay. have been after Yankee already hit the press there with those papers. But his dad actually committed here from Hawaii in 94, I believe, to play baseball. Okay, so it's just kind of crazy. And he didn't tell Kaysom when he came on his visit that this was the place that he was going to come out of high school straight from Hawaii, sight unseen when it was Mesa College. Um, and then his, his father actually ended up getting drafted by the Blue Jays and went on, so never actually ended up here. But just kind of crazy how the ties continue to run, and now to be able to welcome Quezon on into the Maverick family is going to be awesome. But how great has he thought that much of Grand Junction of, of Mesa College at that point in time that, that always stayed with him, and, right. and now his son will be here too. Fulfill the, the Maverick commitment that, that the dad didn't make back in the day because – he went on to play professional baseball. So. That's right. Just yeah. made it full circle, though, so we got one here finally, so it'll be good. Absolutely fantastic. Miles, appreciate it as always. Uh, we'll take a break. Coming up next, uh, we'll flip over to the offensive side and talk with offensive coordinator Trevor Wickery. That's coming up next. This is the CMU National Signing Day Show on the team CMU Sports Network.
Is your car road ready? Southern Tire Mart is here with two locations for reliable maintenance and the tire brands you trust. Whether you need tires for your personal car or an entire fleet, Southern Tire Mart carries major brands including Toyo, Yokohama, Bridgestone, and Firestone. Visit us at 794-22 Road for commercial services or 410 North Avenue for full mechanical services and alignments. Southern Tire Mart, we keep America rolling. Buy your next vehicle from someone you trust at Grand Valley Auto Sales. My name is Josh Maestas, and I am now at Grand Valley Auto. If you've worked with me in the past, you know my level of dedication to my customers. Some of you are probably smiling now. Erica, what got you into this? I wanted to make a difference in the car industry. Over 16 years of experience putting dreams in driveways. Y también hacer una diferencia en la comunidad. Grand Valley Auto, 2465 Highway 6 and 50. We're the people that you can trust. Then at Grand Valley Auto, somos las personas en las que puedes confiar. The big game is no time to go first. Let's go, baby! Grab the whole gang and head for the big game party at Buffalo Wild Wings. It's tons of family-friendly fun, including cornhole, bump and jumps, giant Jenga, Girl Scout cookies, swag bag giveaways, food and drink specials, and more. And of course, you can catch all the action on Buffalo Wild Wings 63 TV screens. It's the only place to be on game day. Don't miss the big game party Sunday the 11th at Buffalo Wild Wings next to Mesa Mall on Highway 6 and 50 and 24 Road. The Jim Davis Show. It's Jim. Get your Thursday started with us, 7 o'clock tomorrow morning. On tomorrow's program, we'll talk with the voice of the Buffaloes, Mark Johnson, as CU scores off against Arizona State in Pac-12 play. Also on tomorrow's program, we'll have our Rick Nelson, American Family Insurance Team's Team of the Week. And on tomorrow's program, we'll answer one of our Buffalo Wild Wings big game giveaway. That's coming up tomorrow. Colorado Sports Leader, 101 FM, 1340 AM. The Team. Team Weather. Scattered rain and snow showers Thursday. Grand Junction, 45. Montrose, 41. Continue chance of snow overnight, 29. Chance of more snow on Friday, 41. 1340 KTMF Grand Junction, 101.1 FM K266CE Grand Junction, 102.1 FM K271AE Grand Junction Delta. Welcome back to the Blue Moon Bar and Grill, downtown Grand Junction, 120 or 7th Street. It's the Covered Mason National Signing Day as the Mavericks have... Uh, I guess what now, 47? Yeah, that's what it sounds like. 47 recruits for this year's class. I don't know, it might be 48. <laughs> Miles has been gone from the table for about three minutes. I know, he's <laughs> over there working the phone, going, okay, yeah. that's 49. It's, but we have uh, Trevor, Trevor Wickery, Colorado Mesa, offensive coordinator, line coach with us right now. And, and Wick, always great to, to, to get together with you guys on a day like today where the culmination of a lot of work, a lot of emails, Zoom calls, as I mentioned earlier with Miles, trips and rental cars across the uh, across Colorado and across this country as well to recruit these young men to come to Colorado Mesa to play football on the offensive side. And there's so many guys here to, to, to talk about. I mean, so there's now 47 players. A couple of players that maybe you played a role in, in helping recruit. You had some, some um, I guess, some perspective on that, some some input on that. There's some of these guys that you feel like, man, I saw that guy on tape. I watched him. That's a player we need to have at Colorado Mesa. Sure. We actually have a number of those, and they stretch out. You know, this year we went after a lot of athletes. Just getting able to meet them and know that, hey, this is a guy we need on the team. You know, um, I'm not going to be able to name them all, but the kid for Brighton, Owen Taylor, he's one that can play both ways. 
David Ives is another good one. It, big guys, I'm talking big guys right there off the bats, you know, and uh, even Austin down there from Texas. So being able to get guys like that that are athletic to be able to play both sides of the line, and then we got a number of athletes that are playing that we got listed as wide receiver and DB that could go both sides and just tough kids that want to get it done, you know. Yeah, Austin Gartner, uh, 6'1", 270 from Waxahachie, Texas, uh, second-team all-district selection, uh, offensive lineman that you really hope can develop uh, on that offensive front for the Mavericks. But I know uh, we want to talk about quarterbacks a little bit. And you know Tyler Harms from Durango is one of those quarterbacks, Bronco Hartinson from Roosevelt. But uh, Noah Ferris, 5'10", 165, he's from San Antonio, Texas, Harlan High School, where he had over 7,000 yards passing, 76 touchdowns. Those are like Madden on rookie mode kind of numbers. Tell us more about Noah Ferris. So Noah is interesting because he's a wonderful athlete just as much as he is a quarterback. And that young man can do a lot of different things other than QB too. And, you know, he's just a great athlete being able to excel in the position. And he's a lot of fun. I think we're going to be able to do a lot of things with him down the road. We also talked about Easton Fuentes, the running back from Bushland, Texas. Guy's got some size, 6'1", 220, and, and uh, brings a little physicality to the running back position. But uh, also want you to talk about Jackson Hansen a little bit uh, from Ralston Valley High School, 5'10", 150. Uh, what, I guess what caught your, your attention, you as the, the coaching staff, in recruiting a guy like Jackson Hansen out of uh, Ralston Valley High School? Yeah, you know, one, we got a lot of people telling us that he's a kid that we need to be recruiting in state size-wise doesn't match his heart and his athleticism and that so we went after him and being able to talk to him on the phone that's when I really fell in love with him too just as a player because he's he bleeds wherever he is he wants to be a part of team and he's a team guy and and he is a good athlete you know so he's a lot of fun talking Trevor Wickery covering a Mesa Mavericks offensive coordinator and offensive line coach and uh, Dagan ranks Big shoes to fill, you know, with, with his departure here. Um, looking for size at the tight end spot. And a guy like uh, Logan Ryan, 6'4", 230 from San Mateo, California. But he's from Eagle Crest High School. So uh, born in California, grew up here in the Centennial State. Guy that gives you a lot of size at the tight end position. Yeah, really, I'll tell you, the all the tight ends, all three of them between Sparks, Colton, and, and um, Logan, it's a great room. And they give size, physicality, all of it. And so being able to get those three in state are huge. And knowing that they could do multiple things, they don't have to be an inline tight end either. They can, we can spread those types of players out and get one-on-one matchups outside as well. Talking with Trevor Rickway with the uh, CMU Mavericks, you got have a few wide receivers on your list like Jack Burke, 6'2", Luke Flowers, 5'10". It doesn't seem like there was really a formula to finding maybe big physical wide receivers or short, quick, fast wide receivers. You just seem to get a lot of guys that Coach Kochiver was talking about that are kind of grinders, competitors, and like you're talking about just straight-up athletes. Mm-hmm. How many of these guys you just kind of come across where the athleticism jumps off the film? You don't really have to dig too, <laughs> dig too deep to find it. Like, man, this guy's special. You know, and what's crazy is right now there's a lot of those athletes out there, but finding the one with the, the ones with the heart and the toughness to go be a team guy and, and go in and do that, and that's what we felt like we found with all of our wideouts this year. And so that part's huge because, it, as we all know, if you get 
guys going to block the safety, and then you run a play action off of that, and the safety's down the box. That's a should be a wide open touchdown, you know. So having guys that are willing to be able to do that, run the jet sweep, do all those things combined, makes it very nice offensively to be able to be very multiple and put defenses in a bind. One of your offensive line recruits, Jack Monroe. 5'11", 260 from Rock Canyon High School, Castle Pines, all-conference selection. Tell us uh, about him a little bit and what kind of uh, caught your interest of, of, of Jack Monroe on tape when you watched him play at Rock Canyon. You know, Jack's a physical cat, and he gets it done, and he's going to keep going, and he's a weight room warrior too. Um, coach, His coach had nothing but good things to say about him. And the best part about Big Jack is, you know, he reached out to me a ton, and, and – I knew he wanted to be a Mav, so getting him part of the family, it felt right to make sure he was with his class. So you also uh, have Brooks Wild from Highland, Utah, Lone Peak High School, 5'9", 185-pound running back, uh, two-time all-region selection, but also a three-time academic all-region selection. So always important to have the brains along with the brawn, a smart guy in the classroom and a really good guy in the football field, it sounds like, in Brooks Wild. Yeah, you know connections from the last class too were huge with a handful of these players and with cooper mumford up here that 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 piece kind of comes together you know with getting him up here so it's a lot of fun to be able to get guys like that that are have relationships already on the team and then you know that team gpa is huge for us obviously that's something coach k's been preaching and we're very big on and i think within the class i think it was a uh, an average of a 3-3 or something like that as far as the overall class, just their high school GPA. So it's good to be able to bring in guys that can get it done in the classroom but also done on the field too. Jim Davis along with Rio Van Gilder. We're here at the Blue Moon talking with the CMU Mavericks about their uh, letter of intent signing class for the football team. You have four or five guys on this list so far that are listed just purely as athlete. We're talking to Coach K. They could play offense. They could play defense. Do you guys have like a fantasy draft between all the coaches? You put all the athletes up on the board, and you go first. Trent goes second, then you, then Trent. Is that how it's going to be done, or are you just going to wait till they all get on campus? You know, I'm going to be honest with you. I think that defense gets first choice because Coach K is a defensive guy. That's kind of the so impression we got talking to yeah, yeah, a little bit, yeah. You know, so offensively, you're sitting there like, no, 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 these guys are ours. You know, no, it's a lot of fun inside the staff room because we go both ways and and where we think the guys need to go. But in all reality, what's fun about this staff is we watch the players during fall camp and we see where we're deficient or where we may need people now or someone that could jump in and push the first two deep. And we'll move them right away and get them going. And I think that that piece is, you know, when we we preach it, coaches preach it all the time, you got to be about the team and not about me or offense or defense or special teams. And Coach K's put together that type of staff to where that's what it truly is. And we want to make sure we get players out there as soon as we can, but we're also putting the best product on the field that we can. Wick, always great catching up with you. Congratulations on a outstanding class this year for the Maverick football team. Always appreciate it. Appreciate you. Go Mavs, baby. Go Mavs. All right, Trevor Wickery, covering a Mesa Mavericks offensive coordinator and offensive line coach. Jim Davis along with Rio Van Gilder here at the Blue Moon Bar and Grill, 120 North 7th Street, downtown Grand Junction. Half price appetizers all night long to get out here and uh, talk with the Maverick coaches about uh, the signing class this year. So uh, coming up next, we're going to talk with Trent Matthews, Maverick defensive coordinator, and Amari Wilson, who uh, had an outstanding career at Fruit of Monument High School. He will uh, 
Uh, join us coming up here in just a little bit. I saw He's one Mark. of those athlete guys that they're going to exactly. hold the draft over. Amari looking good in the Mesa sweatshirt, by he the does. way. So I'm early. Yeah, looking really good. So we're going to talk with him coming up a little bit. But uh, make sure you swing by. It's going on all night long. We'll be on until 6 o'clock. Quick reminder, 6.45 tonight, Pac-12 basketball as uh, UCLA plays at Stanford tonight right here on the Team Sports Network. So we'll take a break. We'll come back. It's the Converter Mesa Football National Signing Day show from the Blue Moon on the Team CMU Sports Network. This is the Team Sports Desk. I'm Tyler Franson at the Team Sports Desk. 17 and 4 CMU Mavericks women's basketball team heads to Lakewood to face the 17 and 4 Regis Rangers this Friday. The Mavericks are in a log jam with Regis for second place in the RMAC standings. The Rangers bring the top ranked offense in the conference. And Mavs head coach Taylor Wagner says now more than ever, defense will be vital. Aaron Fry, their point guard, was player of the year and she's their third leading scorer. So it shows this year, you know, how much they've improved. Offensively, this is one of the more difficult teams to guard. They can shoot threes, they can take you off the dribble, physical in the post. So we'll have our hands full defensively with this team. Mavs and Rangers Friday on the Team CMU Sports Network. Coverage starts at 445. And then Saturday, the Mavericks play at UCCS. The men tipping off at 7 p.m. for the Mountain Lions. They've bounced back from a 5-7 and seven start. They sit at 10-11. Six of their losses this season have been by less than 10 points. And even though they've stumbled the last couple weeks, Mavs head coach Mike DeGeorge says the Mountain Lions are healthier now. You know, they had a ton of injuries in the first semester, and they really just didn't play great for a stretch there, trying to find their identity without some key players. And they sort of adjusted, found everybody's role, and they're just playing at a way higher level. And Coverage Saturday starts at 445 for Mavericks and Mountain Lions on the team CMU Sports Network. Coverage presented by Ken Richards State Farm Insurance. Tonight on the team, it's a Pac-12 clash between Stanford and UCLA. Pre-game at 645. I'm Tyler Franson. If you're not familiar with the health benefits of chiropractic care, Grand Junction Chiropractic invites you to discover how good you can feel. For over 40 years, Grand Junction Chiropractic's been helping people of all ages enjoy better health by keeping all the body systems working properly. They offer same-day appointments so you don't don't have to wait around in pain and there's no commitment to a lengthy treatment plan just the safe secure and effective care you need grand junction chiropractic 12th and orchard called 970-241-1199 i'm tyler franson in the news center passengers flying out of aspen today could expect delays long wait times at the security checkpoint are happening due to some equipment issues pitkin county releasing a statement saying a new scanner has had problems since january leading to only one scanner being available for tsa Passengers are encouraged to arrive early to avoid missing their flight. Coloradans can now talk directly with the DMV online. A new chat with a live agent features rolling out on the state DMV website. Agents will be available 8.30 a.m. to 4.30 p.m. Monday through Friday, except on state holidays. A human head found at a residence on Pinion Avenue could take months to identify. That's according to the Mesa County Coroner's Office. The Daily Sentinel says the head and human hands that were recovered have been autopsied and a DNA analysis is underway. The process for analyzing the DNA and coming to a conclusive identification could take months. I'm Tyler Franson in the News Center. 1340 KTMF Grand Junction, 101.1 FM K266CE Grand Junction, 102.1 FM K271AE Grand Junction Delta. Welcome back to the Blue Moon Bar and Grill, 120 North 7th Street at Seacoverto Mesa National Signing Day. Jim Davis along with Rio Van Gilder. A pleasure right now to be joined by Mavericks defensive coordinator Trent Matthews. Trent, it's been a while. How you doing? I'm doing great. Feeling blessed and highly favored. And 
Um, thank you, guys, for allowing me to come speak with you. Well, we appreciate you coming and giving us some insight into the guys that uh, you'll be taking through their paces here. Uh, uh, coming up in, in, you know, when football season starts for uh, these guys in, in in the fall of 2024, let's start out with uh, some of the guys on the defensive line. Uh, Keyshawn Caesar from uh, Denver, Thomas Jefferson High School, 6'2", 220, and Cooper Conley, a linebacker from Elizabeth High School over the front range as well. He was an All-State selection. Uh, those two guys, uh, defensive lineman, linebacker, you hope to see uh, develop over the next couple of years. Yeah, I think Keyshawn can help us right now. Um, Early in the recruiting process, he had uh, CSU. He had pretty much Mountain West uh, people talking to him. So uh, we knew that he was going to be a big kid. Um, he can grow. Um, and Cooper, just a, a smart kid on and off the field. Uh, a kid that we need in our room. Length is a must. That was one of our biggest things that we wanted to improve on was length. He has that. Uh, he has the frame to put on another 20, 30 pounds. So I'm excited to see uh, some of those guys, especially the linebacker room, and see how they grow. Got a lot of linebackers on this list. We'll get to some of them here in a minute. Sure. John Dowell from Saratoga Springs, Utah, and also right up the road in Rifle, Troy Mataya. You mentioned length. Dowell, 6'6", 220, and then some size. <laughs> right. Six foot, but 270 for Mataya. Talk about what they bring kind of at the edge of your defensive line. Good. I the good thing about our defensive line um, that we have, and, and Coach Gilmore does a good good job there, um, is uh, what what we do and how we package our players. Um, we see growth. Um, we we want the the element that we like to do on D line is having guys that can move well and bend well, especially. Um, and the one thing that that doesn't that you don't see on that sheet that all those guys have is durability. Um, to be durable, um, in and out, and play um, in playoff games, they're winners. <laughs> I mean, that's that's the elements that that that's, that that in character. That's those are the elements that I love to see and love to take. That that's that's important to us defensively. We're talking with Colorado Mason Mavericks defensive coordinator Trent Matthews. It's the Colorado Mason National Football Signing Day show. From the Blue Moon tonight, Jim Davis along with Rio Van Gilder and Levi Janey, linebacker from Riverdale Ridge High School over at Thornton, uh, three-time all-conference player, uh, Sammy Johns, the defensive back from Mesa, Arizona, and then Kendrick Jones, the defensive back from Crandall, Texas. Take us through those three guys. A uh, couple of DBs and linebacker you hope to, to beef up your side of the football. I do. I love, I love Levi. He is a hammer. He is a, a, a thick guy that can help us right away, in my opinion. Um, I think he has a, a, a element of, of leadership that he's going to have. Um, as far as K Kendrick, that speed, well, that was a, a big, big thing for us. Um, and a 40, he's a track kid. He runs a 4.39, so he's a fast kid. Um, and then the other guy, who else did you say? Sorry, Levi Johns as well from Mace, Arizona. Oh, yeah, oh, yeah, oh, yeah, yeah, Levi. Yeah, for sure. I mean, yes. We tried to get a, a little bit of more kids in Arizona just because they we typically have success in Arizona because it's similar coming out here to Grand Junction. So they love it here. So giving those guys an opportunity to play hard, that's been, a, that's been really huge for us. A couple more of your linebackers. We talked with Coach K about them earlier in the show. Ian Hafey from Moffitt County, Judd Harvey from uh, Meeker High School. Yep. When you take a look at those guys, what on the film do you use? Because maybe they don't necessarily play 
a talent level that they're going to see in the RMAC or, you know, at the D2 level when they play Western Slope football. But what do you see from them right. that makes them attractive targets for you? Right. I think I think small ball is, is under-recruited. And if you can get guys with length like some of those guys have and, and put some – Put some weight on them. I think it's always been good. And looking at our kid from last year, we had uh, we had some kids from Rifle actually being being helpful for us. So um, that being good, that's helped us. Um, but as long as we get those kids and develop them, they'll be fine. Well, Trent, let's also talk about Will Knox, linebacker from Arapahoe High School. Is their defensive player of the year, All-State selection. Uh, just to, what are some of the pluses about a Will Knox? What Will Knox brings is the element of speed in the inside backer room. I don't know where we're going to put him at right now, inside or outside, but I know what he brings right now is the element of speed, kind of like how LaMarcus Reed was, speed bump that we had this past year. He, he gave us the opportunity to, to have a different element and, and being able to, um, you know, scrape under certain uh, linebackers or, excuse me, old linemen. That, that has an element of speed, and he's also intelligent, good football IQ. So I, I'm looking forward to having Will Knox. I've been recruiting him for a, a pretty long time. So Another DB we're going to talk about, uh, talk about Demarius Taylor from uh, Regis High School, Regis Jesuit, right. uh, all-conference selection, yeah. uh, 5'11", 170. Just yep. uh, kind of what are some of the things you saw in film from him that you that, that you really liked and said, this guy needs to be part of our secondary. The crazy insight about about uh, Taylor was he's a basketball guy and he moves his feet pretty well he's a good player I think they playing Thunder Ridge this week so I'm looking forward to seeing him go probably far um, but smart kid he 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 applied to school he actually came out and saw me so him having him having an opportunity to to come here and 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 help our DB room is awesome he's just a savvy player in my opinion um, I think he'll help this room. He'll challenge the room. Um, but it's up to him to start. I'll tell all the DPs it's up to them to start. It's up to them. So um, We talked with – sorry, go ahead. Go ahead. Yeah, I'm finished. We talked with uh, Trevor Wickery about the athletes and whether you guys have to fight in a draft-type situation. We do, man. He says, Coach K, though, being a defensive guy, you might get first <laughs> dibs. Is that the accurate truth, or is that just him, you know, sour grapes on the offensive side? You know what? I'm going to be honest with you guys. I think I, I do got the upper hand. But, you know, I gave Coach Wick a couple of my guys. So, <laughs> he, he should be happy. He so, got he got some Christmas. So, he, he needs Christmas. to send some back your yeah, way. Yeah, yeah, he, he, be fair. He, yeah, he, he had a couple. We, we sent some over his way. So, hopefully, hopefully he'll send some my way. And, and yes, I do have the upper hand just because Coach K is a defensive guy. So, all right, the guy joining us right now, you guys might be uh, battling over him in oh, your yeah. uh, athlete fantasy draft moving forward. And it's, oh, uh, of course. Amari Wilson, Fruit of but High School Wildcat, uh, quarterback for the Wildcats, senior season, 33 total touchdowns. Amari, great to have you with us. And, and congratulations on being a Maverick. Thank you. Thank you. What made you decide that you know Colorado Mesa was the place you wanted to be and needed to be to continue your football career? Uh, well, I really like the coaching staff on that visit I went to, and it's just close to home, which is convenient. I get to stay near my family a little bit and just continue playing football in front of the people I've grown up with. Well, I did have a little inside informational intel. Jeffrey Miller, former Fruitland Monument football coach, yeah. who did some games with us, said, we're, we went over to do the Broomfield game, and we're going back, and he goes, I think Kamari's going to – I think he's going to go to Mesa. I'm like, that'd be sensational. So apparently – Coach Miller had a little bit of insight into, into what you're going to do moving forward. Yeah, I, I think I made it 
really clear to everyone at practice. I was always just talking about, I mean, I was still focused on high school at the time, but I was really excited, hoping I'd get a chance at the next level, and that my plan was to go to CMU. Amari Wilson joining us, uh, now a member of the Cotterburn Mesa Mavericks football team. He had a sensational senior season as a quarterback, played in, in, in the All-State game, academic All-State, all these things. Where do you see yourself? Where do you see yourself playing? I know you want to contribute, you want to help, but which side of the ball? I know it's tough because you got Coach Matthews sitting right here. <laughs> which side of the ball would you like to see yourself on when you really begin your career? Well, uh, I love scoring touchdowns, so... <laughs> I really would like to stay on the offensive side and help the team. In the what about some pick sixes, though? Some fumble recoveries, strip yeah. sacks. Yeah, but you know, yeah, I guess you're right. But <laughs> okay, I'm, we're, we're, I'm trying to help you out we're, here, Trent. We'll we're, we're let them do both. I'm trying to help you out. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, you, can do both. you can do both. Sure, yeah, why not? Yeah, we'll let them do both. That's that's see what see what he can do and <laughs> and let find his path wherever it may fit. It might be both. I mean, we that's okay with me as long as we win. What did you like about him when you watched him on film or where you went to a fruit again? Oh, yeah, tough. He ran, y'all ran a triple option at some point, and I thought that was a, a key for me. Um, coach said nothing but good things about his high character, family guy, good locker room teammate. Yeah, I, 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 once I seen him, I really, when, when we were recruiting him, it was none of the questions that how does, he, how does he throw the deep. It was none of those questions. We seen all we needed to see on film. Whether it was offense or defense, it was more so uh, character questions. And he did answer that well when he came on a visit. He knew what he wanted, which shows a lot of leadership and how many, how much family values he put into with, with his family. And I'm excited to have him, honestly. Amari Wilson and defensive coordinator Trent Matthews joining us on the Jim Davis Show. Amari, you have all the football prep. You're the quarterback. There's a lot that goes into that. You also have all the academic stuff that you're nailing as well with all the honors. How do you compartmentalize? Did that start early? Was that something you had to work at to separate football? Okay, now I got homework, and you know I also have hobbies, so I got to figure out how to spend time with family and friends. How do you compartmentalize? Um, well, I was just always taught to never overindulge in something and keep a good balance, and it'll help you be successful in this world. So I took that and really just ran with it and I think for you Amari but because of Corbin Rowell guys were in front of you at the quarterback yeah. spot you had to really bide your time because mm -hmm. you played behind really good players and you played other positions you played on the defensive side they, they found and played running back you found other spots I think it shows number one you're willing to grind and work hard and you're willing to have patience mm -hmm. to get what you ultimately want and I think those are those are incredible traits to have particularly now that you're starting uh, out as a as a college football player yeah yeah, just so where does that come from for you? Um, where does it come from? Um, just being, I mean, patience. Everyone that's ever been successful has to be patient at, mm. in something. Family's been a role model in that. Somebody's maybe oh, kind of patterned that in your family. Yeah, my grandpa was my coach growing up, and he just taught me be patient, and when you set your mind on something, go get it. Well, Amari, Trent, we appreciate you guys uh, spending some time with us. Amari, sure. wish you nothing but the best. We, of course, we, uh, we followed your high school career. Now looking forward to seeing you on the field with the Colorado Mavericks and Trent. Uh, looking forward to another sensational season of Maverick football. Let's go. Yep. Get, get, to, that, <laughs> get to the top of the mountain. Get to the top of that Armac Mountain. Yes, sir. And uh, this class will certainly uh, get you guys another step in that direction. For we sure. appreciate you guys stopping by. Thank you. Thank you. All right, so that's our Colorado Mesa National Signing Show.
from uh, the Blue Moon. Don't forget that uh, it's going on all night long with uh, half-price appetizers tonight. And so uh, make sure you swing by. You can talk to Miles Cochaver, and uh, you can also talk to Trent Matthews, Trevor Wickery. Mari Wilson's going to be hanging out for a little bit before he has to, of course, get ready to go back to school <laughs> tomorrow. As uh, Yeah, it's got to go to school. I will say it's nice that Hartson and Harris and Ramirez, you now get to cheer for these guys from Broomfield and Roosevelt instead Absolutely. of coming over here and, you know, showing out. <laughs> now get to cheer for them. Hopefully they continue to play well at Stoker. Absolutely. So, like I said, a sensational recruiting class by Miles Cochaber and his coaching staff. And I uh, want to thank uh, the Blue Moon. I want to thank Brad for uh, letting us hang out with us, uh, hang out here tonight at the Blue Moon Bar and Grill, once again, 120 North 7th Street. I think there's a tenderloin maybe waiting for me in my future. I'm, I'm hoping that is the case. So we'll, uh, we'll uh, see if we can get that ordered here pretty soon. So, anyway, coming up in just a little bit, 645 tonight. Uh, it's uh, UCLA at Stanford and Pac-12 College basketball. So uh, that will be on the way in just a little bit. So uh, make sure you stick around for that. And uh, the rest of the Rich Eisen show uh, will take you up to that here in just a little bit. But uh, don't forget, join us tomorrow morning, 7 o'clock, 7 to 10, the Jim Davis Show on the Team Sports Network. For Rio Van Gilder, I'm Jim Davis. Thanks again for joining us tonight here at the Blue Moon Bar and Grill. And go Mavs! Advertised with N is independent from the manufacturer's offer. Down home cooking that everyone loves. You'll find it at Cattleman's Cafe and Catering, now open in Fruta. If you're looking for fresh, hearty food that takes you back to mom's kitchen,